0: Thank you for tuning in to our very first podcast. My name's Sarah and I'm joined by Siobhan and Claire, and we are talking about everything ADHD. Today is an introduction episode where we'll talk about how ADHD and late diagnosis has affected us. We'll be recording an episode every single week, so please subscribe to get a notification when there's a new episode available. Also, please read the notes of the episode just so you can make sure if there are any trigger warnings in this episode. Thank you again, and we hope you enjoy it. This afternoon, Siobhan, Claire and I are gonna be having a conversation about life with ADHD. As we all have ADHD, that means that we will talk over each other, we will forget what we've what we've said and what we've asked each other. We've copied the questions into the notes so that we can remind ourselves. Anything could happen. We could say anything, and um, yeah. Buckle so we'll just up. see. We'll just up, see up. how it goes. <laughs> exactly. So let's start at the beginning, and we'll start with Siobhan. So, how old were you when you realised you had ADHD? Um actually 52
1: never
0: no I I knew there was
1: something but I didn't know what it was there was something not quite right and I think everyone else in my life knew that probably before me um but yeah I like probably I thought it was all sorts of other things because they misdiagnose you with things I think as you go along but looking back from school and everything it was yeah a lot younger than that that I yeah 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 yeah. it's gonna be great as well excellent (laughs) um,
0: Okay, thank you, Claire.
1: What about you? Forty-three. Forty-three. So only I think as probably last year when I was forty-two. Um, but I think where there's been a lot of awareness now. I've started really resonating with that, and my younger son is going through the process as well. And when we've done diagnostic things with him, it's sort of like, oh oh dear and then my mother said the same and was like and we've always tried to blame our partners that it came from them but actually it's my neurodiverse family so Mm.
0: Yeah. yeah exactly the same to me so so mine was last year when I was 46 and um when you my daughter was also diagnosed And then I thought she was normal. So I saw when I was looking at all of the things that diagnosed her as having ADHD, there was a moment when the light bulb went on and the penny dropped. And I thought, oh, because it's normal for us. I thought she was normal. I mean, I don't know how other people think because I thought it was normal to be thinking a million things at once. So. um, So, yeah, very recent. But I think like Siobhan said, now, you know, you know it's been forever yeah. but but we've been left quite in limbo all those years they didn't have this back in the 70s did they didn't exist did it although they say albert einstein had it so but it did kind really. of must have existed so that brings us nicely onto our next question and that is what has adhd cost you so not not what has what has ADHD cost you, but what has undiagnosed ADHD cost you?
1: A fortune with impulsive spending. No, I'm <laughs> yeah. joking. No, yeah, but <laughs> that's it has. true.
0: <laughs> but it has though. It has been yeah, yeah, over time because yeah. you you see it, you want it, you buy it. Mm. So I never follow it through. No, then it just sits in a cupboard, doesn't it? Because then you never send it back. Yes. Because that's boring. You don't get any dopamine from Too that. Too much effort. Yeah. All So Claire, what, what else has it cost what else has undiagnosed ADHD cost you across your whole life? Not just
1: I well, I always thought it was anxiety or depression, which was what I was diagnosed with. Um but now in hindsight, looking back to even being five, this heightened state all the time of seeing everyone's emotions around me and taking them on um mm. this constant need for approval that's makes you ill mm. um emotions are just so heightened There's, that's the only way i can describe it it's mm. i don't know what neurotypical people feel i don't know but like the this constant need to please this constant need to get it right and if you get it wrong that that will play on your mind for years like the the years of sleep and worry not all night yeah thinking because, oh i said oh, this no. if i only said that and fine. i said this in 1997 but it's now 2017 and it's gone mm. and to t- to train your brain has taken me years to let that go um also it's the thing though Claire, isn't it that you know when you, you you don't you don't mean to say anything and you don't intend to say anything and you're sitting thinking i'm going to be my best behavior in this meeting and then it will all come out and then that's what you then beat yourself up about thinking oh I've done it again and it's that vicious cycle of people like thinking that you've got no self-control or you have got lacking control but it's really hard to control it. it is exhausting trying to keep the lid on it or mm,
0: um i mean that I don't really know if anyone... so so much, and I'm sure it will resonate to lots of other people. Sorry, I did that thing. I did the I thing. Did that to I interrupted. Well, I did it to Claire. I it as well Yeah. No, it's fine. Because well, laugh anything what we else, do Claire, before Siobhan has her turn
1: No, I just feel we were talking about it the other day, Sarah, and I just feel a little bit sorry for little Claire. Yeah. And you said the same, didn't you, Sarah? And then, but part of me thinks, would I be the person I am today? without some of those experiences as well however if I'd have been diagnosed early on I think life would have been maybe a, a little bit easier
0: and a bit kinder mm. yeah no definitely Siobhan what about you what has undiagnosed ADHD you? are looking at, looking at the you? chat thinking I've forgotten the question <gasps> I, like, I, I understand so I asked it again what yeah it so what has undiagnosed ADHD cost you? Um, my life, (laughs) our life.
1: Um, I think so many things that, like, when you're being assessed and diagnosed, that they say, "Well, this," and you just think it is like a light bulb moment. You think, "Oh my god, I've struggled with that all my life," and I've always just thought I'm just odd, or I'm just a bit quirky, or deep down thinking that I'm just nuts.
0: (laughs) But you know, stupid. Yeah,
1: stupid. Yeah, and you just think. And you spend your whole life beating yourself up because you do kick yourself because you don't have that control that other people have to be the grown up in the room or, you know, and I have this really sensible problem. I try really hard. I'm 52. Yeah, I'm yeah. still trying. Um, and yeah, and people just think, but it's not as simple as just being able to stop. It's not. It's my brain. And if there's so much going on in it that wants to come out at the same time and usually something will blurt. Not all of the things, because it's just chaos in there. I mean, that
0: would be impossible for it to all come out, wouldn't it? It's just impossible. Okay.
1: I think the focus as well. I think I've always struggled with focusing and organising my time and boundaries and routines and everything. And it's been pretty much chaotic my entire life from Mm -hmm. not having any of these things in place. And as children, obviously they're going through the same process and it's almost like they're they're like little mini-me's and I just think I really want not fix them because there's nothing when they're just a little bit different but I don't want to fix them I just want to make it easier for them so they don't have to be like this in 40 years time um thinking I could have done so many things differently if I just you know if I'd known or if I'd managed it differently or I'd had some kind of support mechanism um but yeah I think really just the mostly the fact that impulsivity as well that all the things you get up to Mm. (laughs) I mean as you've (laughs) but <laughs> You know what I mean? It's the spending and the thinking, come on, bar, I'll buy you all champagne on my credit cards. Why? I'm not rich. Um, mm. but it, that's how your life is. The whole lot of it is just intense. Yeah. But then it's been fun. Many of those times were fun.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. I've been there. For times. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, for me, it's it's um, there's so many things, but there's a big thing around self-esteem. So, as a child, hearing that you're too much, you're too loud, you need to calm down, you need to be quiet, you're too clumsy, you're too messy, because you know I, I was the child that as soon as you got a nice pretty dress on, I'd get mud on it or something because I was just up, you know, probably climbing a tree somewhere or something. But if that, those, um, those, <clears throat> excuse me, those words that you hear at those really formative years mm. become the, the things that you tell yourself as an adult. So I think had people, had had pe- I'm gonna leave it as people, had people known that I had undiagnosed ADHD, then maybe I, I, they wouldn't have been so critical of me, which, which you know, it comes into what you were just saying, just about the boundaries, making really bad choices. Um, and and literally not having any boundaries and just wanting to please everybody all the time at at your own expense making sure that someone else is happy ahead of you and i link that to adhd and and the issues that it's caused me but then there's also the obvious ones about the like you've mentioned as well the lack of help at school finding school really difficult finding coursework impossible because there's way better things to do than coursework and um and you know just imagine just imagine what us three powerhouses could have achieved given some support at school because i left at 16 i was over it I don't know about you guys but I was so over school by 16 couldn't wait to get out of there but just imagine if I had got the help and had stayed in school I think that you just said it you know Siobhan that life would have been a bit easier you know it would have been easier to do I've since done qualifications and you're trying to do it on top of everyday life parenting work, full-time work uh, you know it could have been different yeah. do
1: you not feel did you get I school didn't, i didn't get it
0: i didn't get it
1: i, I feel like i belonged. the belonging part you just always feel like something's not just quite like right and you're the odd one in the room the but... hormones and the uh, and it's like you can feel looking back which i've only done recently and reflected you can feel everyone's pent up hormones and that just sends Pension you up and the with them and, yeah. oh it was just exhausting every day of being a teenager was that's why it's exhausting now, Claire. We talked about when we go to like days, you know, like with work, like three or four days in a row or a really long day or something. And just trying to keep it together and just that energy that comes from you because you can't help it, and you're just like that all day and you feel absolutely like you've been one of my steamroller the when you get home. Because yeah. it's not easy to, to have a mind like that and have this constant Energy and just that you just can't put a lid on. Um, it's too so tiring.
0: It's really true because people with ADHD are more likely to burn out because we can't stop. And I sometimes, after I've been to something like that, and you have been go 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 all day, and then you get home, and I'm like thinking, oh God, why am I so loud? And I'm swear I'm acting like I'm drunk when I haven't even had a drink, and I'm just so hyper and. And then it, it's just, like, then you can worry about that all night as well. Mm. And it, you're right, I just want to crumple up into a heap and um, just hide from the world and just stare at the TV because I am capable of nothing else. Mm. You're emotionally drained, aren't you? Yeah. Like and you've got little humans
1: to look after as well, so then you've got guilt and shame attached to that. Because
0: yeah.
1: why can't you just get yourself up or... Why were you? Why? Why didn't you fall asleep till three o'clock in the morning? Because you couldn't just tell your head to turn off. Oh, okay. Mm. A nice um, button would be lovely, wouldn't it? Wouldn't. <laughs> and it's mm. the, even the night before you go to these events. Oh
0: god! So oh, you're already.
1: Sometimes you know. it pops in randomly, doesn't it? You just like up and down. Yeah. So you're already exhausted sometimes physically before you get there, and then there's that moment mm. of. I'm going to get on my own nerves all day today and I'm going to irritate everybody around me (laughs) and if you're not measured enough and you're not in control which could be anything that you could be poorly tired and then all your mechanisms to stop you being this oh god exaggerated version of yourself because that's what you become this cartoon
0: version isn't it that (laughs) that's what you feel that's not you're just you're just comparing yourself to the neurotypicals
1: yeah i don't know
0: i don't i i i totally understand what you're saying because i get on my own nerves as well i'm getting on my own nerves right now you know it happens all the time so i do understand what you mean but that's because that in my opinion clearly because you know i don't know everything i did at 16 but i don't now oh, but yeah it's um, lose it yeah exactly oh, i completely forgot what i was gonna say <laughs> if you didn't know it's
1: 16. You that's, that's the about... thing isn't
0: it forgetting yeah. what you're gonna say um yeah no it's gone it'll come back in a bit it'll come back. <laughs> this course is gonna go like one of our normal weekly calls this, this is, is what it's like normally guys <laughs> i mean just just be grateful that you're not in our heads <laughs> Yes, yeah. No, I think I think because we're comparing ourselves to a neurotypical world all the time, that's that's why we feel that way. You know, like you said, Siobhan, feeling weird. You, Claire, have literally just said that that you're a cartoon version of yourself. You, you're not. It's just because we are have always been held in comparison to people that are neurotypical, and that's just my opinion. You know, this kind a
1: cartoon character when I was younger, when Jessica I Rabbit. Was, yeah, I think. You'd oh, that was
0: that was. You know, when it just comes out before you have even yeah. thought about oh, it. Well, I'm
1: delighted that I'm. I'm going to let her down oh, definitely. <laughs> but no, I wanted to be a cartoon character, and my mom had to let me down gently when I was five. Oh. I've never really got over that.
0: <laughs> I I get it. Inappropriate <laughs> conversations. It's okay. It's fine. So. How do you think your mind is different? Let's go to Claire this time. No? Siobhan then. Claire? Siobhan? Me? Oh, you. Pro- go, yeah. you go first. You go first. Okay, so so we know from the hyperfocus that we've done before that our brain is actually structurally different. So, you know, it's not in our mind, even though it is in our mind. It's uh, There's actually a physical difference. And... Um, I understand that ADHD is the worst name for this because it isn't, doesn't relate to the condition, we'll call it instead of a disorder. It doesn't relate to it at all. And and, and so my mind is different in that if something's not interesting, I find it really hard to do it, pay attention to it. Um, So that's one of the things. The other thing is, same as you said at the start, Claire, just taking things so personally, even things that have got nothing to do with me, I'm going to take it personally and I'm going to really feel physical pain um, when something hurts. Um, And You mentioned as well the justice sensitivity and that's just like when something's not right, that, that physically hurts me as well. Everything needs to, everyone needs to play by the rules and we need to, you know, but but... rules have to have purpose because pointless rules i can't follow i need to understand the rules but once i understand them everyone must follow the rules otherwise i'm going to get really upset so that's um another thing um the yeah forgetting things forgetting things midway through saying them um zoning out and going into my own world thinking about all of the other millions of things that are going on in my head at any one time instead of concentrating on could be you know that could happen while we're talking and it's mm. no offense to you you could be really interesting but i'm going to go off somewhere else and i can't help it mm. and that that i find that i feel really guilty about that when that happens so that's just in a nutshell how my mind's different i think who who else would like to add well,
1: my mind's gone blank Yes, yeah, so um, mine. <laughs> I'm. I'm. art think I'm absorbing what you've just said. <laughs> um. Go on, Siobhan, you go. Uh, oh, my son's home now. I'm completely going to be distracted. <laughs> He's just come through <laughs> the door. Um. How does? You, how do you think your mind is different? Um. I do. I mean, I just come out with some random stuff. I don't like. I will. Things will pop into my head, and I'll refer to like a film or a joke or something. People will just. Some people will get it and go, "Oh." Cool. Other people just think, "Where did that come from?" And even I think, where did okay. that come from? Um, so it's not like, for other people looking in, it must be really confusing for them, if random. it's confusing for you. Um, it's not about Yeah, right. it's, it's just random, random, when you're gonna... yeah, random bits, and you're just like that. Um, but yeah, I think that, and, and I just feel sometimes overwhelmed just by life, because... I don't have the all pla- the plan and the organisational skills and the everything all the nice big list that I tick off nicely in a row and you know it's either sticky notes and lists or it, the next day it's chaos and it's, you know there's no in between it's all or nothing um so I'm hoping that obviously as part of my diagnosis I can get a bit more support get some things that I can techniques maybe I can learn my post-it notes are doing well although I did. Bess up a little bit in the fact you're supposed to put a little three or four and then rip them away and throw them and I had about 72 across my room and I was like I think that defeats the purpose um but yeah so I just think yeah now that I know I feel more positive that I can try and
0: put some coping mechanisms in place
1: I'm just reading the question again um how do I think my mind is different I think on a positive note, as I see and feel like I feel like my senses are more aware of things around me, like people, which is quite helpful in my role, particularly. I, like I can walk into a room and I can feel the tension or I can feel the positive. i can I just get it from people. I, mm-hmm. I don't know I don't know what it is, and when someone says, but. Oh, you must quantify that especially in a work context and i'm like oh i, I can't Time, um, yeah i just know it and then when i'm proven right i'm like ha. <laughs> yes i was right mm-hmm. um not saying i'm right all the time i think i'm just not very or i love order love it find it really hard to achieve just don't understand how that happens I can't see the pattern um I need to know the ins and outs of a duck's behind to do with anything I deal with so I'll probably ask loads of questions and keep going on and on and on like a broken record until I can understand what's being said to me and that's took me a long time to figure that out as well Does that make sense because I can't have the confidence yeah, does, yeah. to ask. Yeah. Because yeah. you, you don't want to look like you don't know and you look stupid because it's, and then you the look, whole it's all about of thinking. But you don't quite understand what you, you might have missed something, but you just mm. you don't want to keep going over that whole how many times can you ask the same question without thinking? Mm. Yeah. And um, and the patterns to find I think I find I see patterns in things that maybe other people don't see. But if it's neurotypical, I probably don't get it until I do. If that makes sense, something sometimes mm. has to click. Or I'll work sporadically on something and then maybe weeks later I'll go, oh, that all, everything I did there, which was probably some form of madness, but it had a purpose. Now, oh, that's how that links. That's what I was doing there. I get that now and it all comes together, Mm. but it's all sporadic yeah. it's not like a straight line and I don't think anybody in life is in a straight line if they are good lucky them but this wib- wibbly wobbly path along the way I probably start we had a call earlier and I started at the end didn't I because <laughs> yeah. that's where my head was the end of the project <laughs> yeah but the captain because... is that says how different we are because you started at the end Sarah couldn't cope the fact you started started at the end and I didn't really care because I was thinking start anywhere I can hip and hop and that's my that's (laughs) whole that's how different we are and it's like go with the flow and it's like um
0: but that was funny yeah yeah I think that's a really really good point that you've just made though Siobhan because even though we we've all got ADHD we're all different and and I think that some perhaps neurotypical people don't realize that we're still all gonna be different because we're still humans, we've still mm-hmm. got our own strengths and we've still got different struggles. And and you know, part of part of being a human is that we're all different. And and I just think that sometimes there's an element of you can go in that box and this is what you need to do and you can go in, and that really that just triggers yeah. my justice sensitivity. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So I think um you were just you were just talking about um you you kind of just moved into strengths then claire as well which which i think that because we could have a debate about whether you have an adhd superpower um but you've kind of talked about what some of your strengths are that you see as as a as a result of your adhd so um do you remember doing that, Claire? Because your face looks a bit blank. Yes, I was. I was <laughs> thinking of the next things that I need to. <laughs> yeah. So it's <laughs> process. So, so, do you? Let's just start with the obvious question. Do you buy into the ADHD superpower that gets thrown around?
1: Well I don't know whether it's an ADHD superpower only because we spoke before this call. So now I'm all on the fence about it because yeah. I'm <laughs> on the fence about everything in life really. As long as there's no conflict it's fine. Yeah. yeah um, <laughs> if it's going to cause if it's going to cause a big argument or a big huge heightened debate, well whatever. I, I, honestly, life's too short in in, in, my, in my in my thoughts there, but I think I think everybody in life has a superpower, something. And whether that's that they've, it's in spite of something that's happened or because of something, I, d- I don't know, because I haven't given it that much thought, and I'd have to go down a rabbit hole for at least a week to think about <laughs> this one. Um,
0: so I've maybe got a head start on you that because I've been down said rabbit hole. Go for it. Had a great time. <laughs> Did you read the rabbit um, oh. I think. And and I think that the thing is that because we're not neurotypical, we see things differently. So immediately we're problem solvers to the neurotypical people because we're seeing a really simple, straightforward answer to us that no one else can see. I think that perhaps we could suggest innovative ways of dealing with things again it's innovative to the neurotypicals to us it's just a simple idea for the problem that you're telling us about so i think that you know the perception could be that because you're not neurotypical this is your superpower but i think it it's not it's not a superpower it's just because we think differently i agree with that statement and i think as well that yes we're going to be resilient is it a superpower I don't think so. I think we've had to be resilient because we've had to circumnavigate a neurotypical world. So so therefore we've had to be resilient. We haven't had a choice. We've had to work our way around things. We've had to dust ourselves down when things have not been easy. And um and I think that that's you know, that's as a result of having ADHD without a doubt. But it's but it's um it's, it's more circumstantial than Sorry
1: for jumping in again no you I go think, i think it's i think it's a nice idea for young people
0: yeah so i agree, I,
1: agree. I i say to my little boy that these are your superpowers
0: yeah no i you, absolutely you're my, you agree absolutely. with that you're it my pants for else.
1: old people though isn't it you're thinking i'm still waiting for mine 52 when's it coming <laughs> but i think it gives them that feeling of it's okay to be, yeah, it's be different.
0: different okay to
1: be different that's yeah. lovely isn't it though do you think that, yeah yeah so different to how it was when we were younger because it was all like you're stupid you're slow you, you know you've got you can't remember anything you've got really bad memory it's all that kind of judgy thinking Awareness and education is the way forward for everything, though, isn't it? A hundred
0: percent. I mean, I've got an amazing memory in some situations of you guys, because, you know, if you ask me what I had for lunch, I probably wouldn't be able to tell you. But for faces and names and personal situations and i just... And and you mentioned Claire about being able to pick up on vibes. And if I could go on a call with either of you, I will know as soon as as soon as the screen comes up if there's something wrong. Yeah. And and I think that that intuition. I'm not sure if that's um, ADHD related, but obviously Claire, you you said you feel it. You feel the vibes. I can see the vibes as well. And um, I you know maybe that's a superpower. If yeah, we, I think I think that yeah, because that's quite. And it's the really creativity.
1: Awesome. Element as well. So I recognize when I've got normal life, like the kids' work, all the normal stuff that we all do day to day, all that shenanigans, I have no headspace at all for creativity. But as soon as the noise has died down, that's where I feel I would like to go and pick up the guitar or play the piano again or do something. But the noise doesn't die down because I've still got a very young family, and but maybe it's just that that's my head. Um, so I'd love the noise to die down because there's lots of things I want to do. That I feel I haven't got the head. There's no headspace left. There's no room. It's just full all the time, which I always thought was anxiety.
0: Yeah. So, uh, so that question, um, that. That what you just said really kind of puts a question in my head, and that is: Are you anti or pro ADHD medication?
1: I haven't had a crack at it yet, but I'm up for it. <laughs> is, it great? And is it legal? No. Yeah, no. I just think I, I, the thing is, it's one of those things that you think. I'm expecting a miracle cure. It's like someone's going to like wave a wand and I'm going to suddenly be this calm, collected, <laughs> <laughs> sensible. But,
0: but then you've seen me on medication and realised that that is not the case. But I just, even if it was just at the edge of that kind of
1: digginess, you know, that whole like you're always yeah. ready to go, but but you can't keep to one thought. So it's just that horrible feeling of Do you need to be doing something,
0: but I don't yeah. know what.
1: Yeah. Um, but yeah I would try I would I definitely think I would definitely give it a go um yeah
0: so I take medication and what you just described Claire does quieten down so I still am just like a whirling dervish sometimes when I'm just doing everything and cleaning everything and just you know when you most of the time for me but when you're on the medication you can't you the noise does quieten a little bit and you can just get on and do what you need to do so and it doesn't take away any of the you know any of you it's, it doesn't change you it just quietens your brain down a bit and allows you it helps you
1: focus does it help you focus a bit more on what yeah, you're trying to do it, it
0: allows doing? you to just do one thing at that a time well. oh god that sounds give it to me now <laughs> yeah but you know you, you yeah. as you said it's not a miracle cure no. and um you know, perhaps has to go hand in hand with with something else like CBT yeah. or therapy, or how you cope with things. And, yeah,
1: it's basically that like kind of changing your whole life, you've lived this way. I wasn't say half my life, but I don't think I'm going to be living to a hundred. I went off there and thinking. Um, (laughs) not quite half my life um but yeah you know you know what I mean I just think it's like starting again it's like starting to trying to start a new life thinking right I know some of these reasons are because and now I need to try and put some mechanisms in place or things that will make it easier for me to do them and it's just that it's quite overwhelming in the fact when you do it's like where'd you start and I'm at that stage I think we're at different little stages aren't we really
0: yeah I think I already had quite a lot of scaffolding in place without knowing that it was scaffolding, you know. Yeah. Um, so I, I haven't really felt that so much. But it's, um, Claire hasn't even answered the last question yet. And now I'm asking the next one. But what was the, what was the, the oh, last question the was pro or anti medication. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. But you don't but have to answer if you don't but it's really actually... know it's actually
1: to do with our brains and if there's something that is proven scientifically mm. you know it's like saying my eldest boy's got diabetes so he has insulin yeah, well actually exactly. if we have a condition that impacts our brain and and I think the sad thing about that if I go down a bit of a rabbit hole here, is that it's because society states that we're whatever normal is so but we're yeah. never going to ch- we're never going to change that so actually if I think about it from that point of view we've been put at a detriment due to society and how people other people think and perceive what's wrong with us what's wrong that's not the right terminology you, you know what I mean right. um, so unfortunately we have to take medication to fit in and then
0: yeah, that really I don't, it that I don't take it, it, I, wouldn't take it for that. I would take it because I don't I want see it that way. My, it's for you, my head not for yeah, anyone not, outside you're still not going to fit in with the neurotypicals or it's it's not for that it is to just quieten down yeah. the noise so you can just get stuff done so but, you know all of the other quirkiness is still going to be there you're still going to be problem solving thinking creatively all of that stuff in my experience because i have been on it for about Eight months now, and it is just, it does just help you get stuff done.
1: Shall I apologise? Because otherwise all they do is put you on another (laughs) medication.
0: All they do is put you on another
1: medication, though. Don't you find, Claire, that, like you said, anxiety and stuff? I think that's it, isn't it? They just think, oh, it's got to be this, and they just all give everybody anxiety medication, or antidepressants, because they don't look into
0: but, it's just like years bank years years but you years. can't just go to the doctor and get adhd medication so they'll go yeah. and dish out anxiety it, or depression oh medication but adhd medication you've got to have it prescribed by a um, specific psychiatrist, psychiatrist or adhd yeah. um, specialist nurse and then mm. you've got to be titrated, and then you have to be handed It's so complicated. But and... that's good, though, isn't it? Because you, know, you say with
1: other mental health issues and things like that, like if they think well, you're, you're anxiety or depression, they just go, here you go, this is a
0: prescription, try this and we'll up it, we'll up it, we'll up it. It's not so great when you have to wait in some places yeah. seven years to get oh, down gosh, the NHS no. list. Yeah. And if you're a child that's just been diagnosed at, what, children are about, what, 10, 11 maybe? How old's yours? Claire, that's just going through. Eight. Yeah, so eight. Mm-hmm. Add seven years to that. we have school. Yeah. School's gone. Yeah. You're an adult by the time you've yeah. Exactly. How old's how old? yours, Siobhan 13 too? The, uh, nearly.
1: Twelve, but thirteen this month and ten. So both so are he, very different, but yeah.
0: So he's so if he yeah. had to wait seven years for medication, He'd be he's twenty. School. <laughs> He's heading that way. He's—he'll be twenty. I'll so visitors pass. <laughs> um, yeah. So I agree that you know that we sh- that perhaps they shouldn't. Perhaps they should be titrating other medications. But yeah, it's just very difficult if you have to wait so long because only one person can prescribe it. Yeah. But anyway, that's a real just the real. It?
1: It's like everything potluck where you live and how you know. Councils, and you just, it's just like it's it's not fair in the fact that, yeah, someone one well, exactly. could be sorted out in a couple of years and the
0: next one yeah. could be seven. Well, exactly, and you'll get your diagnosis and they'll say, Yeah, you've got ADHD. <laughs> we'll see you in I'll, five I'll years that. when you get to the next stage in the list. And yeah, it's yeah. really, really challenging. So, the question I was thinking of, I managed to remember it. Thank well, you. Thank you. <laughs> well um, it was, um, do you recognise that you wear a mask to hide the craziness?
1: Yeah, because I know you won't think that and you're probably going to be hysterical. But I'm thinking, wow. What, what kind of mask is this? What's really oh. in there, Siobhan? <laughs> you should see me without it. Um, no. <laughs> I think so. That's the thing. <laughs> this is me trying desperately to be together and calm so you can imagine if i didn't <laughs> gonna help the world i've i've been sat listening and watching news too and i just keep thinking by the end of this we're all gonna be absolutely exhausted <laughs> right. sitting so still and i've noticed i keep picking something can't, up and i'm can't like
0: it's still hands are everywhere you know what we'll do as well we'll spend the weekend worrying about whether we've still got a job <laughs> but
1: now would any of that's you already started that's already started that's in the back of my yeah. mind already yeah yeah
0: because yeah, we've so let the mask slip back. a little bit haven't we? This back? no i, I, watch this I back. won't watch no i won't no. but you know we've let the mask slip a little bit on this yeah. call you know <laughs> this will probably be a different us to what people will maybe usually see they won't they won't know this stuff about us and it's actually makes you feel really vulnerable doesn't Mm. it to be sharing this information but I guess that we we wanted to do this because we want other people to know that that it's okay you know we we're affected by it there's lots of other people that are affected by it and it's okay and and um the strength is in the team that you work with because yes some things are difficult because the world is set up for neurotypical people but we do bring a lot as well you know we bring a lot and and as part of a team smashing it aren't we
1: i have to give a shout out to my team because they are without even recognising that i was well maybe they did recognise i was neurodiverse to be honest but they are so kind and supportive and they actually put measures in place for me because mm. I need that and yeah. and other people around be like oh my gosh you you know you can't do that or you shouldn't you know you shouldn't be doing this and you've been told that and I'm like yeah, yeah. Because if I'm not told it, I'll be somewhere else and, and my brain will be somewhere else and I won't be focusing I'll be distracting the world around mm. me. And for people to recognise that about you and help you, probably without even them realising it, I'm I'm very grateful that lovely. I have a lovely well, team. I have to say something about my team now because they'll be upset if anyone can watch this. <laughs> um, <laughs> they just probably think, shut up on our calls that's it but i love them all <laughs> <laughs> what was yeah. the question sarah
0: <laughs> i don't even remember so I should we just go we to the la- it up. should we just go to the last one and this yeah. last one is what is the most adhd thing you've done this week You think and I'll tell you mine while you're thinking. Because yeah. what what I guess what people don't realize is you're not trying to think of one, you're trying to choose one out of mm. all of the loads of them. It's actually picking one, not trying to think of one. So my one is that I did um I, I had to speak this week at, um and I um I didn't say what I wanted to say. And and there was like a really key point to what I was talking about. And when I sat down, I thought, damn it. I was supposed to say those two things. They were the most important two things. And I didn't say them. And now it's over and I haven't said it and I can never go back. And it was, I had it oh. written down on a card. I had—I even went to the trouble of writing myself a little index card out of the things I want. The two things I wanted to say were on the index card. And I even looked at the index card before I finished and I still forgot just an ADHD thing.
1: But you were still fabulous, though, Sarah, weren't you?
0: Yes.
1: I so really, so. really
0: would have loved to have said those two things because they were so important. What were they? Sorry, <gasps> what the were The two they? things that I really wanted to say, um, I can't, I have to remember what they were. I forgot sure. my piece of card. <laughs> no, um, the, two, the two things that I wanted to say were that... So the whole thing was about your story and your career and whatnot and the two things that were really important was that you have to be really brave and you know it's really important to be brave and take every opportunity that's offered to you Um, and we, we do that because we're impulsive and we'll just say yes and then worry about it later but actually you know that's something that can really help you in your career is if you take the opportunities regardless of whether you're scared of it just take it so that was one thing and then the second thing was to the, the the thing that will help you in your career is having a mentor so a mentor will be your cheerleader will champion you and will give you really good advice so they're the two really important things are to have a mentor and value that mentor and take chances be brave take those opportunities They were the two things. And I forgot to say them. I mean, how good were they? And I forgot to say them. He must
1: have said loads of other factors. But they were very good, yes. But now, Securitas UK and anyone else watching this.
0: Will know. Take
1: that advice. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Good.
0: Right, so what's your ADHD thing? Come on, girls. I know
1: that there's loads. There's Today, as an example, I've got all chewed up with all my timings were incorrect and then I was meant to take one child somewhere, someone somewhere else, be back for this call. I forgot I was dropping my mum off at the train station during lunchtime, so then that pushed everything backwards. So literally every major thing that I was meant to do today, I forgot about, or it, it just left my mind and body until that. Moment, and then there was the panic setting about I've got all the other things to do, yeah. And that's 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 very normal. That's actually a normal day.
0: That's a big, big thing with ADHD, I find. I don't know about you, Siobhan, but that time blindness and over committing myself because I think I can get it all done because I just can't, I just don't see how long things take. And I think that things are a lot quicker and easier than they are. So I really relate to that one, Claire. Stressful as well. How anxious,
1: my daughter. I've just remembered that she's basically been texting me because I've been on a call going, "Should I leave soon? Should I leave now?" She's am like that. Oh yes, I forgot about you. Come home. Oh dear. <laughs> like that. Is that your
0: most ADHD
1: thing? I think that's the one for today. I forgot <laughs> that's the, child, one can, that's the one She, she can remember to, to respond to her, and I'm like that. Ah. <laughs> um, and then I was also a bit wild. Well, I felt I was wild at a a, meeting, like an evening meal this week with work, and I was over. I just couldn't, probably because I haven't been very well. I've got a cold and I couldn't stop myself, if that makes sense. I just. Were you nervous as well, though? Or was it purely just, was there any nerves there thinking, you know, were you comfortable? In your surroundings. because sometimes that doesn't help as well sometimes it's a bit of no I think I think any event which no, no one will believe in Not a million capable, years what yeah. send me I'll make plans and then I'd be really excited if someone cancelled them yeah. mm. <laughs> and leading up to that moment is the hysteria of getting to that oh god event of whatever that may be and then you're even more no it is and then you're even more animated because you're so relieved that you did it and you're there and you feel like you've achieved so much <laughs> turning up that you're just like wild and they're like whoa yeah and that's
0: before you've had a drink with your dinner yeah well, but that's yeah. what I was talking about is like acting like you're drunk when you're not it's, it's just <laughs> so excited and then you go away <laughs> thinking oh my
1: gosh am I I am the stupidest person." Who in God's name gave me this job or allowed me to That's be the around, syndrome thing coming in though isn't it? Around the grown-ups. Who let me well, I look around the room and see the grown-ups and think, oh, really?
0: Can't relate to them, can
1: you? What I can't is this to
0: <laughs> What is this all
1: about? <laughs> what are we doing? And then we head like, bang, bing, 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 bing. In a hundred directions. So yeah it's that was the one I remember because it's happened today but there's every day every day something ridiculous it's I actually sit there and go that is ridiculous what is going on why can't you just sort your life out in my own head as
0: I'm doing something at the same time madness so relatable anything else that we needed to say or mention or talk about or if I'll we be... talk the hind legs off a donkey,
1: I'll be impressed if someone listens to this all the way through. They should put it in the comments <laughs> if they have.
0: I can't imagine that anyone. Right. Okay. Will we should say, say you've got to say. We'll have a magic
1: word at the end and say, and then if they don't put, oh no, because then everyone will know. But all of them will put it the same one in the comments. Scroll to <laughs> the end. Yeah. i was thinking, how can
0: we check that they've done it? Okay. Maybe. It. Yeah i don't to do really does it <laughs> no,
1: i'm just intrigued to see if anyone makes it it's like exciting like we can have a yeah. bet on it a sweepstake <laughs>
0: anyway up. it's been oh. amazing to talk to you guys as always and i just hope that if anyone did make it through to the end that they found it helpful and or or interesting or just entertaining you know, anything. Yeah. and We hope there was something to be had out yeah. of this conversation. But even if there wasn't, I enjoyed it. I don't know about you two. No, yeah, I did as well. <laughs> yes, I did. Therapy. It
1: nice.
0: See you later. Thank you. Have a Bye. lovely
1: weekend.
0: Thanks for tuning in to our very first podcast. If you enjoyed this, please subscribe and come and join us again next week. Thank you.